Good morning, or depending when you're listening to this, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name's Ross, and I was always told out of voice of radio, so I went and made a podcast all about the Pokemon trading card game. And you're listening to PTCG Radio. Now, I'm in a bit of a weird position at the moment, ladies and gentlemen, literally and figuratively. You see, and I, I, don't, I think I've told this on the podcast, but if not, I quit my job. Not because I'm some kind of, like, horrible scumbag that doesn't care about my family, my mortgage, and all of those lovely things, but because YouTube, etc. is going all right, and because I'm a teacher, I can be a supply teacher. So as of September, I'm going to be a supply teacher focusing on the YouTube and things of that nature. Essentially, if I can grow Wassy Plays to... Eh, realistically, like two-thirds of PTCG Radio, I should be able to concentrate fully on YouTube, and as soon as I can concentrate fully on YouTube, I think I will see significant growth, especially in Wassy Plays, where well, there's just more room for growth because I'm, I'm covering more games. I'm excited. But that means I've quit my full-time teaching job. Well, last week was the last week of students, and I was a very good boy, and I did literally everything I could to help. Gave up a huge amount of free time, got every student I possibly could through the course so they were doing well, and I was happy with myself. And this week is an admin week. The problem is I'm not here next year. So this week, all the other teachers have been doing lovely stuff like planning for next year, writing schemes of work for next year, sorting out the classrooms for next year. The thing is, when you're doing that kind of stuff, you want to do it like you want to do it. You don't need some idiot who's quit to help out. So I'm in a weird kind of situation where the folks in my department, the other business teachers, went, right, Wossy, they don't call me Wossy, but for the purposes of this story, they went, right, Wossy, here's what we need you to do. And they gave me a list. And I did it. And now I'm done. But I'm I'm still here. So... (laughs) So I'm kind of, um, yeah, I have literally no work to do. There is nothing instructive I can do. And honestly, I, I, I mean, I could think of many things to do. The problem is anything I did would be massively stepping on someone's toes. Hey, I wrote this scheme of work that doesn't fit the way you want to teach next year. Hey, I've set up this classroom that you're going to be teaching in, so I probably almost certainly haven't done it in the way you want. So I thought, right, what can I do? And I was like, hey, let's record a podcast. I don't, I've done very little recording in my classroom this year. In fact, this week, I think is about the only time I have. No, tell a lie, there were a couple of parents' evenings where I did a bit of recording before, you know, there's a little period between when school ends and when parents start coming in. Uh, parents' evenings and open evenings where we show off the school. So there's been a couple of those where I've, I've done a bit of recording. But not much. But today I'm like, nah, who really cares? And teachers keep walking past and looking in and seeing what's going on. There have been a couple of students visiting who are coming in next year. Some of them waved at me earlier. I ignored them like a grown-up. But I'm just like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't, I don't mean like it's kind of like I'm going to fight you kind of way. I mean, like, what would you do if... You just had literally no work to do. Most teachers, I can tell you from experience, would turn on their school computer, crack on Netflix and sit and watch some films, which I have done as well while editing. Maybe I'm just more entrepreneurial, which given I'm a business teacher, right, makes a lot of sense. So, we got some stuff to talk about, so let's have a talk about it. And in fact, we got a big, uh, well, no, 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 it is a big story. It is a big story. We had a new tag team GX revealed today, and it is Solgaleo and Lunala. 
Now, it's going to be coming from Cosmic Eclipse, our Sun and Moon 12 set. We'll get to that in a moment. But I'm like, hey, let's start with a new Tag Team GX. We usually do the little news and then go into the new cards. But I was like, no, let's start with it today. And it's fine. But there's a couple of things which are different about it. Firstly, and honestly, I'm not terribly happy about this. It is the first Tag Team GX we've seen, by which I mean regular, not alternate art, that isn't drawn by Mitsuhiro Arita. All the ones from Team Up, all the ones from Unbroken Bond, all the ones from Unified Minds, right up until this one. Every single Tag Team GX, including the Blastoise and Pip-Blup, Charizard and Breaks and Venusaur and Snivy that we know are coming in Cosmic Eclipse in November, all been drawn by Mitsuhiro Arita. We've had over 20 of them. All been drawn by Mitsuhiro Arita. He's not on this one. Maybe they're changing things up. The thing is, this is coming out in Dream League. Yeah, this is the um, this is a weekend where they start showing off Dream League cards, and I'm happy because I love looking at new cards. And essentially, the Dream League pack has people on. We talked about this before. So it's got N, Reshiram, Charizard, Lily, Solgaleo, Lunala, Red, Pikachu, Roxy, Coughing, a whole bunch of people, and they're Pokemon. It's kind of cool. Now, I just assumed everyone figured this was a Pokemon Masters tie-in. Apparently, people are now predicting that now they've seen this GX, and that's a bit weird to me. I genuinely just thought it was a given. But hey-ho. I don't know where I'm going with this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting very confused very easily. So, point is, it's got Lily on the artwork. That's new. So it's got people on the artwork. It's not drawn by Arita. And the GX, now bearing in mind it's a tag team GX, the GX attack does not have an extra effect if you've got extra energy attached to it. It has an extra effect if you played the new Lily supporter this turn. We do not know what the new Lily supporter does. Now, it is overwhelmingly likely that it will be revealed on the official Japanese website in the early hours of this morning. And you should be able to rock on and have a look at that in a moment and go, oh, what's he showing us what this card does? Cool. But as it stands at the moment, we have no idea what it actually does. Now, the card as a whole is pretty much the, the definition of fine. There's nothing particularly exciting about it. It's got 270 HP, but so do most of the tag team GXs. The attack, it's literally Charizard, Reshiram and Charizard's attack. It does 230 and then you can't use it next turn for free colored, one colorless energy. It's literally the same as Charizard or Reshiram and Charizard's attack. But by the same token, I'm just like, eh. I'm not very excited. And it's not to do with Solgaleo and Lunala. In a vacuum, I'd go pair it with Malamar. That's brilliant. But we're not in a vacuum, ladies and gentlemen. We're not in a vacuum at all. We live in a Malamar world where we've got Ultra Necrozma. Minimum one metal, one psychic. Discard all the psychic. 20 damage base, 80 for each psychic discarded. That's a bit different. And we've got Garchomp and Giratina. If you're against a damaged Pokemon for one psychic, one fighting, one colorless, you do 240 and you've got the Giratina from Lost Thunder. When you bring it out of the discard onto the bench, you get to do one damage to each of two bench Pokemon that can get the damage on there. 
and I like either of them better. I also think Latios and Latias could be really good, because, okay, they're also a tag team GX, but the thing to remember is that they, they do a bigger amount of base damage. They just do a base 240, which is significant, because 240 does KO Pikachu and Zekrom, 230 doesn't. And yes, it's psychic, so you can use spell tag, but I, I still don't think that's terribly exciting. I don't think that's going to make a huge difference. So honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I, I think it's fine as a Pokemon. I'm not loving it for the attack, because I just think we've got better options. Now, the GX attack I do like. Free energy, 200 damage. If you played the new Lily Supporter, not the existing one that lets you draw till you've got six in hand, eight if it's your first turn, the new Lily Supporter, prevent all effects of attacks, including damage, done to all of your Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. All of them. All of your Pokemon get immunity next turn. Well, that's pretty good. Think of it like a Ballyan GX, which stops your opponent attacking next turn. Except you also do 200 damage. Now, to be fair, Cabalion GX is also relevant because it's one colorless energy on a basic. And Cabalion stops them attacking, whereas you don't stop them attacking, you prevent all effects of attacks, including damage. So if your opponent were to use an attack that drew cards or benched Pokemon or whatever, that would still work. I do think it's going to be played in Malamar decks. I could very easily see it being a one-off in a whole bunch of decks. I don't think it's better than stuff like Ultra Necrozma, if I'm honest with you. But I do think it's going to see play because, I mean, you can be having four prizes remaining and your opponent's got one. You do 200 damage to KO a GX. Now you're two to one. Your opponent cannot attack and do any damage or anything else, so it's still two to one. And then you get to attack and KO a GX for the game. So I do think it's going to be... Uh, honestly, I think it'll probably be a standard one-off in most Malamar decks. But I don't think it's going to be the center of decks. Except you know someone over in Japan is going to win a tournament with it like the second it's released... Because that's what always happens for all of these new cards. Cool. So, Cosmic Eclipse then. Now, that's been revealed to be our November set. And it's coming out on Friday the 3rd of November. Honestly, I've said this a million times at this stage. You should never be particularly excited to find out the dates when these are going to be released. Because it's the first Friday of February. The first Friday of May, and then August, and then November. So yeah, it's going to be legal on the 15th of November. I'm way more excited to figure out what's actually going to happen in terms of the first international championships, which should be in November. It was... It was European the first two years, but this season it was Latin America, so... Uh, wait and see, I suppose. Wait and see. But, I kind of want it to be legal for that. Uh, we'll have to see. Alright, so, where are we going with this? Yeah, what do we know about it? Not a huge amount. We know it's going to be our November set. We know it's coming out on the 1st of November. We know it is going to be the last of the Sun and Moon sets. Which means that February 
will be our first sword and shield set. Which opens up a whole bunch of questions, because there has already been one more set announced in Japan. So Dream League is the July set, and then Sun and Moon 12 is the August set, and then we've got a set for September. So, where's that going to go? Japan have a set of essentially Sun and Moon 12A coming out after Sun and Moon 12. But remember the A set's coming our next set. So, our Sun and Moon 12 is Japan's 11A, 11B and 12. There is no Sun and Moon 13. So, what are we going to do with our 12A? Or maybe it's going to just be a reprint set and it's not going to matter so nobody cares. I honestly don't know. Kind of weird though. And the only other piece, I mean, we knew it was going to have Blastoise and Piplup, Venusaur and Snivy, Charizard and Brakeson. We knew it was going to have Persian GX because they're all in Remix Bout. It's going to be a mixture of Remix Bout, Dream League and their Sun and Moon 12. But we have also had it revealed that in Sun and Moon 12, there is going to be a Dialga, Palkia and Arceus Tag Team GX. Another treble Tag Team GX. How cool is that? The answer is very, ladies and gentlemen. The answer is very. I'm excited. To be fair, the only treble tag team jacks we've had so far kind of sucks. That's the free birds. But that's not the point. I'm excited. And you should be too. Now, in terms of news this week, that's pretty much it. There's a big news story going around about a $60,000 Pokemon card that got lost in the mail. Or almost certainly stolen, if I'm honest with you. Um, which is a little bit sad, honestly. Somebody basically bought a... It's a number three trainer card. So nowadays, number three trainers are actually given out at World still. But this was from 1999 in a tournament in Japan. Now, to put this into context, the first World Championships proper was in 2004. So we're talking five years before the first real World Championships. Though this is the precursor to the number three trainer. Somebody bought it. And it was SM Pratt over on YouTube that broke the news. And as it stands, the, 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 words, the words I'm seeing are very, very clearly, it was sent, it didn't turn up. That's what I'm seeing. So, yeah. Weird. Also, right, and I, I did a whole video about it, as I always do. Go and have a have a look. You know, youtube.com slash play. No, PDCG Radio, there we go. But the thing is, it's, um... Well, it's basically impossible to sell this card. Because how are you going to sell it? Like, what are you going to do? You can't crack it and regrade it, because PSA will know. And you, you can't sell it. Because everyone knows a PSA number. And even if you crack out the PSA case and try and sell it without a case, the hollow pattern is unique. So, and, and everyone's looking for it at this stage. I mean, this story's been picked up by big outlets. I mean, Polygon, GameSpot, IGN. Oh, I don't know about GameSpot. Okay, maybe not GameSpot. But certainly Polygon, certainly Business Insider, and certainly IGN have picked up on this story. So, you've got to think. I mean, 
My leading theory, and it isn't just a theory, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but my leading theory is that somebody had a look at, probably a postman, looked and went, hang on a second, this is insured for $50,000, yoink! And they probably don't realize how difficult it's going to be to sell. Because you are not getting anywhere near $50,000 for this. It's, well, it's just not happening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, it's essentially impossible. So that's a weird one. It's a really weird one. Okay. Uh, right. Whatever news was there? Oh, I've been a little bit obsessed this week. There's a... um. So, I told you a while ago about these family GXs. It was over in Japan. They released six new GXs that were super simple. Most of them were vanilla GXs. So, you had Mewtwo, Raichu, Charizard, and Gyarados, really popular Gen 1 Pokemon. And then you had Wigglytuff and Pinsir, which makes me a little bit sad because there are people out there who are huge Wigglytuff and Pinsir fans. There must be. They're for every Pokemon. Everyone is somebody's favorite. And they're like, yeah, we're finally getting a GX, and it's vanilla and garbage, and I'm never going to really want to play with it. But they're coming out in Hidden Fates and Associated Products. Well, you can get the Rainbow Rare in Japan. It's properly available. You can just go get a Rainbow Rare in Japan. And all you need to do is enter a 32-person tournament and basically go undefeated. So you've got eight round-robin pods of four, so you play all three people in your pod. And then you go into a top eight elimination. That's difficult enough. So you basically need to win six games out of six. You need to go six and oh. Okay. Except it's actually a remix bout seal tournament. You get 15 packs. And then you make a deck. Except. Remember in Japan they're five card packs. They're not ten card packs like they are over here. Here's the thing, though. You win the tournament, you get the Rainbow Rare Mewtwo. There's 300 of them in the world. Yeah. If you can get it graded and get, like, a PSA 10, they're going to be worth thousands. Incidentally, top four get the full art Mewtwo, which, okay, there'll be about 1,200 of them, but still, that's, that's not bad going. You can still grade it, and it'll still fetch a fairly hefty price. So if you are a Mewtwo completionist who wants to get every Mewtwo card in every language, I would start... You know, saving up, maybe find a weekend job, because this one ain't going to be cheap. Okay, that, that's pretty much the news for this week. Cosmic Eclipse is coming, Solgaleo and Lunala Tag Team GX, and I'm obsessed with this new Rainbow Rare Mewtwo. Cool. All right, then. So, we probably... Did we talk about Hidden Fates last time? I don't know if we did. Okay, very quickly, so Hidden Fates is going to be in two halves. Hidden Fates, you've got regular cards, and you've got SV cards, shiny cards. Now, we know that some cards that should be in Unified Minds, or that we're expecting in Unified Minds, are being held back, including Jesse and James, Arbok and Weezing. And then you've got all kinds of full arts and shiny Pokemon, like they had in GX Ultra Shiny. I mean, that was Sun and Moon 8 Ace. That was a while ago over in Japan. I think they should have been in Team Up. Yeah, because Team Up, Sun and Moon 9, so... And then Sun and Moon 10 is Unbroken Bonds, 11 is Unified Minds, and 12 is Cosmic Eclipse. So they should have been in, like, Team Up. Or about then. So we're finally getting some of them, and we're getting the gold stadiums! Brooklet Hill, Mount Coronet, Shrine of Punishment. Oh, fiddlesticks. 
As a f oh, Aoife Paradise Conservation Area. That's the fourth one. We're getting all of those as Chinese secret rares. Except what's kind of super annoying about this is by the time Hidden Fates comes out in August, I think the first set's coming out in August, there's not going to be any... You know, they're going to rotate it. They're literally bringing out cards after rotation that have already rotated. They'll still be legal and expanded, and let's face it, they're going to be shiny and all that. But a lot of this set is going to have rotated. It strikes me as a set which is essentially just for collectors. Just for collectors and nobody else. And maybe that's all right. Maybe that's not a problem. But hey-ho. Okay. So... Yeah, that's about it. Right. What I wanted to do today is I wanted to have a go through Remix Bout. Now, I'm going to be honest. Remix Bout is a mini set in Japan. It is one of the weakest mini sets we've seen. It is not a particularly great set. There are some relevant cards. But I wasn't agonizing over the top 10 like I often do. Hey-ho. So... We're going to do a bit of a speed run through. We're not going to spend a huge amount of time on this. It's not the best set ever. Honestly, I'm a little mad at it. It's hurt me views on YouTube because people are just like, those cards suck. But hey-ho. So, let's run through it nice and quickly. Venusaur and Snivy, it's a tag team GX. If it's in the active and you attach a grass energy, you get to gust a Pokemon off the bench. This is huge because we're not going to have much gusting after rotation. Four energy, 160 is meh. Free colorless energy, 50 to all of your opponent's Pokemon, or 5 energy, and then you get to heal all of yours as well, is fine, but underwhelming. If it did 60 to the bench and KO'd pre-evolutions, I'm all over it, but it doesn't. Honestly, as an attacker, I prefer Celebi and Venusaur, but the ability is great. Uh, there's a Tangrowth, 10 damage, plus 30 more for each energy in the retreat cost of your opponent's active. Meh. Grass double colorless, 80 damage, flip two coins, 80 for each heads. Meh. Sorry, there's no 80 base, it's just flip two coins, 80 for each heads. Heracross for free colorless energy does 120 to a tag team GX, which is great, but doesn't even KO Slowpoke and Psyduck because they've got 250. And Choice Band's rotating out. Yeah, it's not ideal. Tropius, one colorless energy, search your deck for a grass energy and attach it to a Pokemon. Love it as a starter in slow grass decks like Celebi and Venusaur. Uh, also grass colorless, 50 damage, heal 30. There is a new Saws buck coming, which is weirdly similar to the Alolan Sand Slash from Guardians Rising. Same ability, it can draw a card once per turn. And grass colorless energy, 60 damage, switch to the bench, or you may. So it's like a Lonan Sand Slash, except you may switch to the bench, you don't have to. And it does an extra 10 damage for one fewer energy. It's also the first source back in like eight years. It's kind of cool. Charizard and Brakeson, another tag team GX. Four energy, 180, search for free cards and put them into your hand. Yeah, Steven's Resolve after doing 180. Now... This has already seen success in Japan, and it's already being a staple in Japanese Reshiram and Charizard decks. However, post-rotation, when we don't have choice band, Reshiram and Charizard won't be one-hit KOing stuff like Pikachu and Zekrom. So there is a strong argument to play this as a two-hit KOer, 
rather than trying to play Reshiram and Charizard. GX attack, one fire energy, attach five basic energy from the discard to your Pokemon in any way that you like. Zero Aura's attack. Uh, it's a second energy on there, Burn and Confusion. It's not terribly exciting. But the first attack is really good. There is a Rapidash that has free retreat and jet punch. 30 to the active, 30 to the bench for one energy. Someone's going to make use of that at some point. Entei, fire, colorless energy, 30 damage. But if one of your Pokemon was KO'd by damage from attack the previous turn, do 120. It's fine. Still won't really KO your... Fire weak tag team GXs, won't get Lucario and Malmetal, won't get Celebi and Venusaur, won't get Feromosa and Boswell, won't get Venusaur and Snivy. Kind of annoying. Really, losing Choice Band and not being able to get a KO with all this stuff is pretty big. There is a Victini that once during your turn lets you heal 20 from one of your bench Pokemon. People have seemed really down on this card, but the Shaman from Lost Thunder that heals 20 damage from your active grass Pokemon is really good. So why would Victini not see play when it can heal any of them on the bench? Seems weird to me. Seems weird. Also, I had some moron accusing me of clickbait for this. And I, I literally called the video like, Victini's great at healing your bench Pokemon. It is some of the best bench healing we've got. Maybe the best. So, in terms of Pokemon ability. So it's literally a descriptive title. Can we all just agree right now to start using clickbait as an actual descriptive term and not an insult? So, if, if somebody is promising something in a video that they don't deliver, and you feel like, hang on a second, I clicked on this video, this is not what I wanted to see, this is not what the video made out, yes, that's clickbait. Let's call it clickbait. If you don't like my video, tell me my video sucks. But don't call it clickbait when I've given you exactly what you wanted. Stop using it as an insult. Learn what words mean. Embor, I adore. Door Embor. I think this could be really good. The ability when you evolve it, well, when you evolve into it, look at the top eight cards of your deck, attach any basic energy you find there to your Pokemon in any way that you like. And then fire free colorless energy 160. Bearing in mind you can use triple acceleration energy. This is awesome. Yeah. Really good. I'm going to make a deck with that. Blastoise and Piplup, I believe, is going to find out to be turn out to be the best of the three tag team GXs. Two water, one colorless, 150. You may attach up to three water energy from your hand to your Pokemon in any way you like. Healing 50 from each Pokemon for each energy you attach. So you get to do 150, and bearing in mind, now we're losing stuff like Choice Band, we do seem to be moving into a format where you're really two-hit KOing tag team GXs. You're not seeing Reshazard running around doing 260 anymore. That's not happening. Plus, you've got 270 HP. Plus, you're hitting the best weakness in the game probably at the moment. Plus, you're weak to grass, which doesn't really matter. And you're doing 150, accelerating free energy and healing 150. Now, the GX attack, free energy, 106 energy. Oh, sorry, 100 in paralysis. 6 energy, 250 in paralysis. Honestly, I'm not terribly impressed because doing 250, you should just get a KO, which is fine, but it's just another one-hit KO GX attack. There's nothing special about that. There's a new gold up water, colorless energy, 80 damage, return and energy to your hand, decent damage, and when it's KO'd, you only lose one energy. There is a Wailord. Now, I am really 
far too excited about this Waylord. I am jotting down ideas for this Waylord. There are two Pokemon in this set, other than Blastoise and Piplup, that really excite me as a deck builder. Incidentally, if anyone's wondering what I'm going to build when Unified Mind comes out, Garchomp. I am all over Garchomp. I tend to make decks of Pokemon I like because I love Garchomp. I also love Embor and Waylord. They are the two I want to build decks with. Because this Waylord's got 200 HP and a retreat cost of 4, so you can use buff padding to put it up to 250. But what's different here, it's actually got viable attacks. 3 energy 90, 4 energy 140. Each attack has a double colorless energy in, so you can use triple acceleration energy. You can use a combination of Naganadal and Quagsire. Naganadal to accelerate energy to itself, Quagsire to move it to the active, to get this up and rolling. And all of a sudden, we've got like a legit viable Waylord. And no, the attacks aren't phenomenal. But you should be one-hit KOing most non-GXs, two-hit KOing most GXs, while you're sitting there with 250 HP. Yes, we're losing Max Potion and Ace Roller, which really sucks. But I think this Waylord could be legit, ladies and gentlemen. Like, actually viable. You're going to want a Pokemon to start the game with, though. In comes Kyogre. One colorless energy attached to water energy from your discard pile to one of your Pokemon. Kyogre, easy early game for Waylord. Also, 4 energy, 130 discard, and energy is fine. There's a new Fione. If it's on the bench, you may have your opponent switch. Think Repel. And then discard all cards attached to it and put it at the bottom of your deck. In a deck or in a format with very few gusting options, that's legit. Duskull should be one of the very best cards in the set. The ability allows you to discard 3 cards from your hand, search for a Dusclops, and evolve. Now, you might not even want to play Dusclops, and that's fine. Discarding three cards from your hand can be huge. I mean, imagine being in a... You know, imagine playing Granbull. You need a zero-card hand. Well, whack a Dusclops on the bench. It's only got 40 HP, which is sad. But whack a Dusclops on the bench, and any time you've got to three cards or fewer in hand and you can't get rid of the rest of them, use the ability. Done. As for Dusk Noir, the ability is spell tag. So if you put another spell tag on, you're KO'd from damage, you drop 8 damage counters, that's kind of cool. And the attack is Metagross's attack. One Psychic Energy, I know Metagross is metal, but they're both coloured, they, they fit the typing. 60 damage this turn, 120 next. Cool. It's not amazing, but it's alright. Rotom, one colourless energy, discard a card from your hand, draw 2. One Psychic Energy, attach two Basic Energy from your discard pile to your bench Pokemon. That's cool. It's a nice early game Pokemon. It's going to be nuts in pre-releases. There is a Trevenant, one colorless Energy, 20 damage. Your opponent switches their active. It's fine. Psychic Double Colorless, 120, put four damage counters on one of your Pokemon. It's Giratina's attack, except Giratina's got the Nuts ability and is a basic. There's a new Delmise, one colorless energy. Grab a supporter card from your discard pile into your hand. Psychic double colorless, 100 damage, not affected by resistance. Again, why wouldn't you just attack with Giratina? And I love Delmise, and this makes me sad. Marshadow, psychic, two colorless energy. Choose one of the defending Pokemon's attacks, excluding a GX attack. Use it as this one. You do not need the requisite energy. This should go in a bunch of Malamar decks as a cheeky tech. Blacephalon, one psychic, one colorless energy. Put four damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way that you like. 
But if your opponent has exactly three prize cards remaining, place 12 damage counters instead. In the same way that Nihiligo and Boswell are played as one-offs in a bunch of decks, so will this be. Groudon is very much like Kyogre for fighting Pokemon. One colorless energy, attach two fighting energy cards from your hand to one of your Pokemon, and then two fighting, one colorless, 130, can't use the attack next turn. We need energy acceleration for fighting Pokemon, and this fits the bill. This'll work, frankly. This could make some bigger, bulkier fighting Pokemon relevant, and that excites me. Throw one fighting, one colorless energy, 30 damage, but 120 if any of your bench Pokemon have damage counters on. Think of it like Dramper, any damage on any bench Pokemon. That's really cool. That will counter Pikachu and Zekrom quite easily. And remember, we're going to have Black Belt. It's a tool that reduces the attack cost by one fighting energy if you're behind on prizes. So, you know... Not going to be terribly difficult to take out a Pikachu and Zekrom. And certainly, if you attach a Black Belt, it turns into a single colorless energy attack. That's pretty good. Pangoro does 90 for free colorless energy. Yes, you can use Triple Acceleration Energy. No, you shouldn't be excited. Crabominable has an ability whereby it takes 30 less from attacks. And the attack does 160 if you've got two fighting, one water energy on. It's really good. 160 for free energy on a stage one is awesome. 140 HP and an ability that reduces damage by 30 is great. The retreat cost is four, so you can pop a... Whatchamacallim on? Uh, buff padding. Lot to like about it. Awkward attack cost. But maybe you use Groudon to attach the fighting... And then you just attach a water normally. It could work. Persimian. I mean, really here, one fighting energy, 20 damage, draw two cards. Nuts in a pre-release, but bear in mind we're getting lots of fighting damage modifiers. We get, we've got Diancy Prism Star, which puts it up to 40. And then you've got Martial Arts Dojo. If you're behind on prizes, it goes to 80. Now you're doing 80 damage and drawing two cards. If your opponent's got a Dedene on the field, you're getting a one-hit KO on Dedene while drawing two cards. Tell me that doesn't sound good. And I will call you a liar. Did that sound overly aggressive? Wasn't meant to. Right, I've had enough of this for now. Not the podcast. I love recording the podcast. I've had enough of sitting in my classroom. So you're going to see no real change, but I'm going to pack up now. I'm going to drive to my in-laws where my wife and gorgeous darling baby daughter are waiting. I'm going to say hello to the wife. I'm going to give the daughter lots of cuddles and have a bit of a play. And then I'm going to jump into their office and finish recording this. Though you won't notice a difference, and I could have just stopped and started again, and you never would have known. But wouldn't that have been a lot less fun? So we're getting an Alolan Persian. Yeah, I'm back in my studio now. Alolan Persian's got a really nice ability that prevents all effects of attacks, including damage, done by tag team Pokemon and Ultra Beast and Pokemon with special energy attached to them. Of course, if you get a Boswell and Feromosa, although I think it's actually called Feromosa and Boswell, and attach a Beast Energy or other special energy, that will hit all three things at once. Cool. Easily turned off by Power Plants. Not too reliable, but it's still going to be fun. Darkness, double colorless, 120 damage, or 
GX attack 120 to one of your opponent's Pokemon, ignoring weakness, resistance, and any other effects. I do like that you can essentially go through any protection that they might have, and I do like the fact that you're blocking all these Pokemon, but I think it's going to prove to be underwhelming, especially while we've got Power Plant. We're getting an Alolan Muck that for one darkness, one colorless energy does 20 damage plus poison plus burn plus confusion. It's going to be a beast in pre-releases and I told you about these limited remix bout tournaments to win the Mewtwo. And Alolan Muck was, from what I can see, and I've only seen a few of the winning decks, but the winning decks that I've seen all had Alolan Muck in, or at least most of them did. And the reason I think is very simple in a pre-release slash limited format, it's wonderful. But, it's also only an uncommon card. I don't know what it's going to be like in Constructed. I fear it'll be bad. Speaking of bad, there's a new Absol. And I know there is a very loyal listener to the podcast. Actually, one of our biggest and longest serving patrons over on patreon.com slash ptcgradio. Speaking of which, if you're listening to this, if you don't want to support the Patreon, cool. Doesn't matter at all. You will always be welcome because everything else is always going to be free. I have my word on that. But if you do want to support the channel and you want, you know, an extra podcast a week, please do consider, go have a look at the Patreon, patreon.com slash ptcgradio. You get a bonus podcast every week. There's other rewards on there. If you don't want to join in, cool. But if you do, yay. Anyway, it's one of our longest serving patrons over there. Huge Absol fan. And he's a lovely fellow. So that makes me want to like Absol. It makes me want to overrate Absol. And when I did the video on Absol, and I didn't even give Absol his own video, and I said how bad it was, this lovely chap wanted to get in touch and chastise me for being quite so rude. But he knew how bad this Absol is, same as I do. One colorless energy, discard a special energy attached to one of your opponent's Pokemon. But you're not doing any damage, you're not getting yourself further ahead. They attach a special energy and attack, and then you stop them. Maybe if they only play special energy, and all of their attacks are for more than one energy attachment, you can put them into a stalemate here. But that's literally it. It's not terribly exciting. Um, also, darkness, colorless, 70 damage, but only if you discard a card from your hand. No. Bishop, one colorless energy, 30 damage, stops your opponent's active retreating. In a format where there's less switching, and we're all going to be using stuff like a skateboard and beware to retreat. Could be fun. Darkness, colorless, 80 damage, can't use it next turn. Fine. Now, Guzzlord is one of my very, very, very favorite Pokemon from this set. There are three Pokemon in this set, other than Blastoise and Piplup, that I really want to build decks around. I believe when I was recording yesterday for me, like five minutes, ten minutes ago for you, I said there were two, I lied. Embor, Waylord, Guzzlord. <laughs> All the lords. Now, one is 150 uh, HP on a basic's good. One Darkness Energy, discard the top card of your opponent's deck is fine. But for free, two darkness, two colorless energy, two dark, two colorless. 120, if you take a KO, take an extra prize. Well, there's so many Pokemon out there like Jirachi, Zapdos, Blacephalon, Volcanion, all evolving Pokemon that have 120 or less. And you're only a single prize Pokemon, so you can afford to two hit KO some stuff. You got Naganadal that can accelerate energy to itself, Weavile that can move energy to your active. B-string that can get energy on. It can you. Oh no, it can't. Sorry. 
I was going to say triple acceleration energy, but it's not on evolution, so it definitely can't. But still, there's a decent amount going on here. I mean, in Expanded, you can add in Max Elixir and Dark Patch. And honestly, the two of them with B-String should be enough. And you have got a phenomenal Pokemon. I think especially in Expanded, this could really make waves. Against any deck that has 120 HP or less Pokemon, you're basically just winning. And bearing in mind, in Expanded, you've got Devoured Field to do 130. Really annoying we're losing Devoured Field, but hey-ho. Zangoose, two colorless energy, 20 damage, plus 10 more for each damage counter on your opponent's active. Against a deck that spreads some damage around, this can come in and do a lot very quickly. No double colorless energy, unfortunately, so you're stuck with stuff like Welder and Tapu Koko and all of that. And Malamar. But I think this could see some love. I've mentioned Beware a couple times. I love him. But we might finally be getting a good Beware. Now, bearing in mind, we got Beware in Sun and Moon 1, Sun and Moon 2, Sun and Moon 3, Sun and Moon 4. And then we got no Beware until Sun and Moon 11. No, sorry, by the time this comes out, 12. Four sets in a row with Beware and then seven sets with no Beware. Boo! Now, the attack free colorless energy, 120, flip a coin if tails, it does nothing, don't like it. You can use triple acceleration energy, and there will be times where you have to in an emergency flip, but that is literally it. It's an emergency attack if you're playing triple acceleration energy. It just reduces your active's retreat cost by two. And in a format where we're losing escape rope, and we're losing ace roller, and we're losing Guzma, um, we're pretty much just gonna have switch... Yeah, I, 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 I love this, ladies and gentlemen. Like, le legitimately love it. I think this is really good. Like, really good. I do think it's going to see some play. Could be wrong. No guarantee here. But I do think Beware is going to see some love. Now, in terms of trainers, there's a bunch of reprints. Energy Retrieval, Energy Switch, Regular Switch, Pokemon Communication, Janine, Judge, Acrobike, Escape Board, Lady and Welder. And there are a couple of new ones. Great Catcher is going to become a staple in basically every deck. Discard two cards from your hand and then you gust up an EX or GX Pokemon into the active. Well, we don't mind discarding two cards from our hand. We've all been doing it for years with Ultra Ball, so that's not a problem. And it's gusting. Now, bearing in mind, we're losing Pokemon Catcher. We're losing Lycanroc. We're losing Guzma. We're losing Counter Catcher. All we've got left is Custom Catcher, Ninetales. That's Discard 2, Fire Energy, and Gust. Or the aforementioned Venusaur and Snivy. This is actually going to be the best gusting we've got. It only works for GXs. But this is going to be the best gusting we've got. Probably by a wide margin, you should expect to see at least a couple of these in basically every deck. It's going to be phenomenal. We are getting Professor Oak's setting. Now, Professor Oak's setting is also going to see a huge amount of play. You search your deck for up to three basic Pokemon of different types and put them onto your bench. It's like Professor Owl's lecture, but again... Press Sounds Lecture is 60 HP or less. This is any free basics, but they've got to be different types. But again, one thing you've got to bear in mind here, 
We're losing Ultra Ball. We're losing Nest Ball. We're losing our best Pokemon search options. We're going to need stuff like this. And Ditto Prism Star is going to make this way better. Because Ditto Prism Star is going to be a colorless Pokemon in a lot of decks that play two different types of basics. So you're going to be able to get two different types and then Ditto. And Ditto is going to be what makes it worth it. We're getting Roller Skater. Discard a card from your hand. Draw two cards. If you discarded an energy card, draw four. It's going to see some play. It's going to see a bunch of play. Especially in decks like Naganalor that want to discard energy cards. And Alolan Executor. It's not phenomenal. It's not going to replace Cynthia and Lily. It's not going to be for every deck. But it's going to see a bunch of play in a bunch of decks. And we've then got two special energy cards. Weak Guard Energy is one colorless energy. And it takes away your weakness. Well, Flash Energy took away your weakness as an energy, and that saw play. I see no reason why this wouldn't see play. Simple as that. Especially where you can afford to. I've seen some Japanese decks since Remix Bout became legal. And yeah, it is absolutely going to see some play. It's already seeing play, to be honest. It, it's going to see some more play. Cool. And then finally, draw energy. One colorless energy. When you attach it, draw a card. What is awesome is that Porygon Z can attach as many special energy as it likes. Draw a card for each one it attaches. Yeah. That's pretty gosh darn good, ladies and gentlemen. That's pretty gosh darn good. If you can afford to play special energy, this is just cheeky draw here and there. I think it's pretty much a given in Porygon Z decks. Outside of that, I'm not 100% sure. But I do feel fairly confident that it is going to see some play here and there. There's going to be a bunch of decks that just chuck it in because why not? Frankly, <laughs> just chuck it in because they can afford to, so they might as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is all the new cards from Remix Bout. And we did it. Took us over two days, not actually being uploaded till Friday, etc, etc, etc. But look, we got there, ladies and gentlemen. We got there. And, you know, I try. I try my best, ladies and gentlemen. No, it takes a while sometimes. It absolutely does. Uh, I've just been looking around a Japanese website and there's a new Eevee promo coming out. And I think they're talking about game stores. <laughs> but it refers to Get Eevee at the Friendly Shop. And literally the headline is Get Eevee at the Friendly Shop. And where it lists where you get them, it says Pokemon Card Friendly Shops Nationwide. <laughs> Can we all just agree at this stage that we're going to stop calling them friendly local game stores? And just call them Friendly Shops. It's such a better name. Oh, that amuses me. It does worry me how much time and effort I spend looking around the internet for Pokemon news on a daily basis. I don't even feel bad about it. Gonna be honest with you. Don't even feel bad about it. Right, I think that's pretty much all the rambling I need to do this week. I have officially left my job now. So it should be easier for me to get these podcasts going reliably once a week. Having said that, I have a pregnant wife, a one-year-old daughter. Wife still works. It's the summer, so I'll be babysitting. You never know. 
But I am, I am hopeful. I am confident. We will have to see, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm feeling, yeah, like I say, I'm feeling moderately confident. I'm in kind of an excitable mood. Actually, before we stop, go play Slay the Spire. Seriously, go play Slay the Spire. Just do it. It's phenomenal. Like, over-the-top phenomenal. It's a video game. It's just come out on the Switch. And that's awesome because games like that work way better on the Switch. And, yeah, it's it's just over-the-top. It's kind of like a... It's like a... It's a deck-building roguelike. So, it's randomized and things change in every playthrough. But and you build a deck and it's, it's just phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. I am having so much fun with it. So, yeah, that's that's Wossy's tip for the day. It's on a whole bunch of systems here and there. It's on a whole bunch of systems. But get it I mean for me, the Switch. That's that's it. Switch for me, as far as I'm concerned, is you know, the the way to play it. But it's it's so good. Like so good. I'm gonna be honest. I, I've got more work to do, but I'm kind of thinking I should go and um, should go and have a quick, quick go. Now, actually, to be fair, I've got quite a lot of work to do, but I'm gonna make uh, some videos on it for Wassy Plays, YouTube.com/slash Wassy Plays. So, you know, check that out. Speaking of which, please do check out YouTube.com/slash Wassy Plays. I do a lot of games over there. It's largely up till now been Keyforge and Transformers, and there's, there's still a fair focus on on Keyforge and Transformers because I, I adore those games. But I've started doing Final Fantasy TCG, and there's going to be more of that coming in the near future. And I've done some videos about Chrono Clash, a new game which is really cool and you should check out. And I'm going to do a video soon on the Horizon tabletop game, which looks amazing. A lovely company sent me three slightly younger skewed games that I'm going to review on the channel in the next couple of weeks. So if you've got, you know, younger children, etc., check those out. They're, they seem kind of fun. Snowman, Dice, and a couple of others. They're made by... Oh, I can't see the name of the company. Oh, that's upsetting. I cannot remember the name of the company that publishes them, and I can't, I can't reach them from here. Wait, I've got a rule book. Does it say it on the rule book? Oh, Brain Games. I think it's made by a company called Brain Games. They're large, they're a bit younger skewed, but yeah, I'm going to make some videos about, I'm going to review those three soon. And like I say, whilst he plays, it's going to have slightly more of a general tabletop gaming slant. I want to get, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I want to get to the stage where I can get review copies of a bunch of games just so I can then chuck them out. So there we go. As always, if you've made it this far in the podcast, huge shout out to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting all that good stuff. Um, I plugged Wossy Plays, I plugged the Patreon, they're the main things I need to plug. I figure at this stage, I'm in youtube.com slash ptcgradio, but honestly, if I'm plugging that on the podcast, something's probably gone fairly wrong, if I'm honest with you. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening, look after yourselves till next time. My name's Ross, and you've been listening to PTCG Radio.